Mr. Matubela, let me start by asking you to confirm or deny the reports that we've seen thus far about the story. Okay. Well, firstly, we want to say that uh, we want to convey a message to South Africans that uh, our strategic reserve and our ability to respond to a crisis in the unlikely event that ever arises, um, you know, that ability has not been impacted at all. We can respond to any emergency in terms of crude oil because as we speak right now, we have 82 days um, of crude oil that is stored at Saldana. But what is different now is that that 82 days is, is owned uh, by the private sector players as opposed to the period before December when 10 million barrels uh, of that uh, 82 was in uh, SFF hands. So what was the rationale behind selling? Why did, did you feel that this was a better move? Well, basically there they were two issues. One is the fact that uh, the crude oil that has been stored there has been stored for quite a number of years. It has never been rotated since 2001. And uh, we felt that there is a need to replenish the stock, move out the old stock, and then bring in new stock. That's the first one. Secondly, uh, the grades that were stored there included grades uh, that have got high sulfur content. And with the move now globally, as well as in our country, to get fuels, sulfur is undesirable uh, in our refineries. Uh, And we have seen that the oil companies that operate in the country are beginning to import West African crude, which has got less sulfur. So that was one of the the considerations. Now, I think the issue that um, is being, uh, you know, questioned is more about the timing and also that we sold when the price was low. Now, in terms of that, what I can say is that uh, as far back as September 20. 15, you know, there were trading houses like Goldman Sachs, for example, had called a price of $20 a barrel and, in fact, uh, reconfirmed that, uh, you know, prediction as late as February of this year. So to say that uh, we, you know, we sold at rock bottom, perhaps it might have been, but there were predictions in the market by experts that the prices could go even lower. So one of the news houses reported that um, the fund will make a loss of 220 million if they were to uh, to replenish. Is that true? Well, I think they, they, our response to that is the following: there is no um, obligation for us to replenish now. It is we've been clear that we will replenish at a time that suits. Uh, you know, the, the strategic fuel fund, and they will also consider whether it is uh, necessary for us to replenish all of that with crude oil or we start moving towards a diesel and a petrol or a jet fuel.
So does that mean then you're going to hold out and you're going to hope and pray that the oil price does in fact go down so that you can actually replenish at a cost that won't be too severe or too much of a loss? Well, in terms of that, uh, what I can say is that there, is, um, there are discussions that we are having uh, between governments of West Africa, for example, um, Nigeria being one of them, uh, in terms of uh, lifting uh, crude from that country. So those discussions are ongoing, and we are confident that we would be able uh, to lift more crude from from Nigeria going forward. But Nigeria's supply has been tightened up. Nigerian supply has tightened up um, over some unrest that's taking place in the country. So right now, is that really the best option? Well, I think uh, the, what has tightened in Nigeria is the availability of refined products. It's not necessarily crude oil. So I think what has happened is with the prices uh, going up there, then, uh, you know, there are challenges in terms of availability of products. But crude oil is available, and, um, you know, I don't believe that there is a a challenge in as far as us accessing that crude oil at all, which is a well-known trader and an investor in this country. Uh, The second one um, is uh, Talavares. Inas Trade was the third one, which is in partnership with Glencoe. And just finally, did you get permission for this sale from um, the Ministry of Finance? Well, I think uh, there was a a ministerial directive issued by the Minister of Energy who in terms of the SAS Act is empowered to issue such directives. There is a standing policy uh, that dates back to 2000 in terms of how rotation of... uh, crude oil uh, should be undertaken, and everything was done in terms of that policy. Just to the issue of treasury, I think, um, I think uh, the, there is a misunderstanding in our view, because this was a rotation that is allowed for in the policies that I've referred to. So what does that mean when you say um, there, were, there was a misunderstanding? Does that mean that you suspect that something was amiss there? Well, I think uh, that part perhaps Treasury can respond to. Um, But in terms of the standing crude oil policy, uh, the Strategic Fuel Fund only has to obtain permission from the Minister of Energy. But the Public Finance Management Act is quite unambiguous about this, and it states that the state-owned entity is required to obtain Treasury approval for the sale of any significant state asset. But, I mean, this is a rotation, as I indicated, and that rotation means that what is happening is the whole stock of crude is going to move out of the tanks at some point, but then they, it will be replaced by a new stock. That, that basically is what is happening. Well, thank you so much. That was Mr. Tsiliso Makubela, who is Energy Department Deputy Director General and Central Energy Fund Board Member.